Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is your girl, Shelly Shelton. I'm that bounce back chick, the unstoppable one. I'm that chick that's going to get you through separation and divorce. I'm going to help you through the financial drama, the emotional trauma, and yep, those moments where you're going to feel like calling your mama. So look, I want to talk to you today about loneliness. That's right. I said it. That word loneliness. So look, I just want to let you know that loneliness is defined by researchers as feeling lonely more than once a week. Let me say that one more time. Loneliness is defined by researchers as feeling lonely more than once a week. Loneliness causes people to feel empty, to feel alone, and to feel unwanted. So I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt lonely? Have you ever felt alone? And is there a difference? So people who are lonely often crave human contact, but their state of mind makes it more difficult to form connections with other people. Now, I hear all the time there's something called chronic loneliness and there's um, isolation. There's so much out there about loneliness and feeling sad and feeling unhappy and being socially isolated. Some of the causes... um, You know, it can be a number of different things, but uh, what I want to talk about today is, have you been lonely? When you were married, so I'm speaking now to all of my separated people, you're going through a marital separation, you're in the process of self-assessing, you're assessing your marriage, you're thinking about when things went wrong, when things were right when it was blissful, when you were angry, and you're thinking about when you were lonely. The reason I know is because I went through that at some point. Yep, now me, that bounce back chick, I went through all of that. So what does it mean if you are lonely in your marriage? Well, I'll give you my story and you can take it and grab it and dissect it and pull it apart and do whatever you want to do with it. I always think that everyone has a story. And so I'm going to share a little bit about mine with you. And maybe it will cause you to think about your story, your relationship, your marriage, your separation, your divorce, or someone else's situation. I don't know. And so when I was married and I was with my significant other, the ex, or as some of us women come up with, the was-ban. So when I was with the was-ban, I was extremely lonely the entire duration of our relationship. And when I walked out of it, or when he walked out on me, I realized how lonely, how lonely I was. I remember I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends, 
And it was a really, really great conversation because she was saying to me how much she wanted and desired for that man of God to come into her life. And y'all ladies know, we're always talking about Boaz, that we waiting on him, right? And so she called and we had such a great time and talking over the phone. And, and she gave me that question. She said, you know, I view your marriage as a really solid, beautiful marriage. You've been together for X number of years. I don't know how you do it, but y'all look so cute. And she goes on and on and on. And then I hit her with it. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You are seeing things from the outside. You're not inside. You don't know how lonely I am. I am so incredibly lonely, is what I told her. And she said, what? What are you talking about, girl? What? Why would you say that you're lonely? How could that be? You are married. You've been in a loving relationship for years and years and years. And I said to her, just because I've been in a relationship doesn't mean that I can't be lonely. I have been lonely for years and years. I said, look, I'm married to someone that doesn't like to talk. When he comes home from work, I'll be like, hey, babe, how was your day? And he said, fine. So what did you do today? Meetings. Okay, well, what were the meetings about? They were just meetings. And at that point, I left it alone. And the rest of that day, the rest of that night, the rest of that week, the rest of that month, I was extremely lonely. And those months would carry on and carry on and carry on into years and years and years. And I remember saying to myself that why didn't I move on? Why did I stay with someone that didn't want to communicate, refused to communicate? You're so lonely. And it's because... There was a covenant in place. I made a promise. I believed in those vows. In fact, said those vows twice. But at the end of the day, what I want you to remember is just because you're in a relationship does not mean that you can't be lonely. I was incredibly lonely. And I'll say it again. Loneliness is defined by researchers as feeling lonely more than once a week. And if I'm telling you that I was lonely for months and months and months to at some point, I'll be completely real talk. Look, real, real talk. That was a point that I did. I went into a state of depression. Yep, the bounce back chick did. So look, I want you to think about your life. I don't want you to tear it apart. I don't want you to self-assess too much where you're driving yourself crazy. I just want you to answer one question. Have you ever been lonely? Hmm. You know, I I have a really, really great friend that shared with me tonight that men have the darndest times admitting that they are lonely. And it's sad. It's really sad. Um, And he said, a man will say, you know, nah, you know, nah, I ain't lonely. You know, what you think I am or whatever, you know? 
And, uh, and so it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing not to admit, not to admit it, um, because you're not a loner, you're not a loser. And sometimes I've read, I've researched that sometimes people will utilize those words and, you know, interchangeably for someone that's lonely. You're not a loser and you're not a loner. You're just at that moment lonely. And that's okay. You know, I have discovered that in 2018, the United States was experiencing what we call a loneliness epidemic. Yeah, I'm going to say it for you one more time. I don't think y'all knew that. I didn't know it. (laughs) I just want to share with y'all. In 2018, the United States was experiencing what we refer to as a loneliness epidemic. 22% of Americans say they constantly feel alone. 22%. That's millions of people, just in case y'all didn't know. 22% said that they constantly feel alone, which is loneliness. Loneliness is, loneliness causes people to feel empty, alone, and unwanted. When I was married, I felt completely unwanted to the point where it got to a point where I felt like he was ashamed of me. Um, because he would never take me anywhere and um, would never talk, would never communicate, would sit beside me on the sofa and he would sit in the same freaking spot every day. Um, and don't get this twisted. I'm not talking about him. Please don't think that at all. Um, but I realized the dynamics of the relationship needed to be tweaked, you know, Uh, It needed to be tweaked. I didn't realize at the time that I had any power in how it would all play out. Like I, uh, I was trying to allow, I was trying to allow him to be like the head of our household. I didn't know that I was so naive. I didn't know that as a woman, we truly have some power in making a relationship work. Like for real, for real ladies. So just in case you didn't know that, we do. We have some power in making a relationship work. And so um, so I wanted to just pause there, uh, just give you a couple of minutes to digest. Have you been lonely? Have you been lonely before? Um, so, um, so I wanted to kind of leave you guys with that tonight. I'm not going to be too long winded. I want to thank everyone that popped on to my podcast with ET, the hip hop preacher, Eric Thomas. Uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, he had some internet issues in Detroit and, um, and so, of, you know, our, the podcast wasn't as clear as I wanted it to be, but you know what? God blessed it. We still could hear him, still could hear me. Um, We have some spotty, spotty pieces in that, but God is good. Praise God. I pray that you receive the nuggets, receive the gems, receive the messages and the principles. Amen. Um, And so that's what it's all about. So we, you know, please excuse any technical difficulties that may, may have occurred during that broadcast for the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your love and support. I pray that as I continue to allow God to move in my life and, and allow me to be that vessel that helps people, um, that you continue to subscribe, you favorite my podcast, if you would, please, uh, when you go to Anchor, 
um, anchor.fm and you search for the bounce back after divorce by Shelly Shelton. If you would please favorite my podcast and I would love to have a lot of you on um, to be able to ask you questions, bring you on, interview you. And I'd love to hear about your story and how you have bounced back um, from whatever issues, whatever financial issues, whatever marital issues. Maybe you were going through a bad divorce. Maybe you had some financial issues. Um, maybe you lost someone very near and dear to your heart. You know, maybe you have someone that you want to profess your love to. And, you know, what? I don't care. You know, I really don't care. I just want to give you an opportunity to be heard, you know, get your story out there. And so I trust uh, I trust that you will just allow God to just lead you. Okay. Um, secondly, before I pop off the podcast tonight, um, would love it if you would um, jump on my YouTube page, go to my Instagram, uh, follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and so I'm trying to think of what's the best way for you to get all that information. But if you go to YouTube and type in uh, Shelly Shelton or type in divorce recovery, uh, you should see my video pop up. It's been viewed 28,000 times. Thank you guys so much for looking at it. I pray that it blesses your heart, blesses your life, blesses your mind, body, soul, and spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, And so I thank you for that. Um, So tonight's lesson, tonight's principle is all about loneliness. If you have not, uh, have not as of yet gotten that. (laughs) So I wanted just to share that with you. So I'm going to have a few more podcast episodes that I'm going to broadcast tonight. I'm put out there for you. Again, thank you so much for loving this little, I call myself this little short light-skinned chick, this militant midget, this five feet two diva. Um... You know, and I'm just trying to live my best life, y'all. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you live yours. Life is too short. Can I just say that one more time? Life is too short. And I pray that as the world has been taken by storm with COVID-19, coronavirus, um, hurricane after hurricane, uh, fires all over the Midwest, California, Oregon, all those places, um, racial or Um, There's, you know, there's some injustice that's going on. Like there's so much social injustice. There's so much that's going on right now, right? We have a political, uh, political issues, um, political drama rather that's happening um, between the presidential candidates and the debates. And it's just so much. But I want to share this message with you before you go, before I end my podcast tonight. Um, Life is short. Life is short. God loves you and so do I. And I want to make sure that you live your best life. Live your best life. I did something here lately that, um, you know, I'm, I, I view myself and I'm, I'm quietly, <laughs> I am, I'm hesitantly saying this, but I do. I view myself as a risk taker. Not as risky as I would love to be. Believe me, there's some things that I still want to do and and I may just do it. Like I, I still want to skydive and things like that. But I recently just went and bought the car that I've wanted to get for a long time. When I was married, I wanted to get this car. And I realized I was allowing, um, I was allowing other people to get the things they wanted and supported them and truly was not treating myself. And one of the things that I have self-reflected or self-assessed rather after divorce 
is that I need to give myself more love than I was giving myself in the past. Amen. And so I hope and pray, whoever's listening to this, that you give yourself more love than you were giving yourself in the past. Um, Self-love is so important. Believe me, I get my hair done as often as I can. Um, I treat myself to something nice at a restaurant. Uh, I just bought myself a freaking new car. Um, I just, it, life is short. That's all I'm going to say. Life is short. Live your best life. Live your best life. Um, I would love to know what you're in prayer for. Amen. I would love to know what you're in prayer for. I will say this before I get off. I am in prayer. I am in prayer that um, in the next year that I can retire. Yep. I'll be uh, 46 years old. And uh, I tell people all the time, I, I want to retire at 46 because I would love to retire before 46. Amen. And I want to retire uh, before or after 46 or right at 46 because uh, my mom's sister, um, she was 46 years old when she died, 46. And I'll never forget her funeral. And I remember thinking that she did not live her best life. I remember thinking that she did not live a life of love and happiness and joy and experiencing the things that I have experienced in my life, like traveling and, and being with an, an incredible man and, and living out your dreams and the things that are so important. She did not live her best life. And I say, God, I want to live my best life. I don't want to wait years and years to work and work and work and work and work. And then say, oh, I want to now live my best life. No, no, I refuse. I I am working so hard. I tell you, when I say I'm working on six, seven, and eight things at one time, I assure you, if you are a dear friend to me, you already know that that's the doggone truth. But I work that hard because I don't want to work this hard the rest of my life. I am ready to make the rest of my life the best of my life. And I hope and pray, anyone that's listening, that you're doing the same. Make the rest of your life the best of your life. Find somebody that will love you, support you, cherish you, honor you, love you like the king or queen that you are. Enjoy your new car. Enjoy whatever property and real estate and land that you get. Enjoy your babies, your grandbabies. You know, enjoy hugging and kissing and doing whatever. I'm going to leave that there. Um, But enjoy. I don't know where I went with that. Enjoy your, enjoy your life. Enjoy it. You get one time, one time at this thing called life. Believe me, that body that you're walking around in, you're, it's on loan. It does not belong to you. But live your life the best you can. Live your best life while you have that body that you're walking around in. So thank you so much. I love you. And have a phenomenal night, morning, evening, whatever time you're listening to my podcast. It's Shelly Shelton. It's that bounce back chick, the unstoppable one. Love you.